0: and Amelia Pasano, airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans.
1: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Wednesday night segment of The Outer Realm. We are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network, UFO, Paranormal Radio Network 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful city of New Orleans. We are fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee who have had faith in us since day one and continue to have faith in us. And our journey together continues, hopefully for years to come. Thank you, Folgers. It would not be the same without you. Also, big thank you to Justin Snicker, a.k.a. Dr. Snick, the Sonic Surgeon, for the contribution of his time, his music, and his voice for our regular intro that you just heard. He's an award-winning composer of Halloween, horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music, which can be found on all of your favorite streaming platforms. And of course, tis the season, so check him out. He's got all kinds of new stuff coming out. Also, big thank you to Steve McGinnis, the artist behind the banners and logos here at the Outer Realm. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram. Also specializing in the horror genre. And you want to see realistic artwork you definitely have to check him out. Of course, I am waiting for Amelia. So she she pops in, she's popping out. She's got a little bit of a tech issue. So we'll just uh, wait her out. Uh, of course, we opened up with the promo for October 31st which is the United Public Radio host Halloween party from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, Uh, maybe a little bit later, waiting to see how that goes. And it's going to be pretty much an open panel. We're going to discuss all kinds of things. We're going to have a lot of fun. We try to do this once a year, and we try to do it again at Christmas and New Year's. So, you know, you have to tune in to see what's going on and just join in all the fun. You will also notice tonight, guys, we are not on Facebook. So lots of problems getting the show set up. It's having hiccups with the soundboard. And of course, we are not on Facebook. They are working on it. Facebook has been notified. Anything that we had to um, put onto the board today is absolutely having issues. Anything that we put on over the past week should go live so tomorrow night we should go live tonight on the other hand you have to come over to youtube so i'm guessing amelia are you ready i see you in there just nod yeah okay well, here we go all right
0: Yay. yes i restarted the computer
1: how do ah, i sound perfect 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 okay, okay good, all, good. all kinds of people chiming in we've got dolly hello <sighs> hello yeah, Wait. Hello. I know. Hello, my... son Hello, got- Hello, Chris. Chris, Mike. Holy crud, Mike! How are you? <laughs> so I'm gonna get
0: myself one of those romper room mirrors, and I see Chris and Wayne and Dolly <laughs> and. I know.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh my yeah. gosh! Well, I'm glad you got it all sorted out. Oh so- my goodness. <laughs> So of course you you know we, we we're having issues again with with um we were I was explaining how we're having issues with Facebook so please everybody get on over to the Facebook page Hi, ah, all right Hi, let's get Bert. scary we'll get scary next Tuesday night make sure you're there darling so <laughs>
0: yeah yeah that'll but, be
1: fun I think so. I think it'll be a lot of fun. We try to do this every year. We have so much fun when we do it. It's very open. like It's an open mic. Again, it's just a panel. Everybody talks and shares stories, etc. So we thought, oh, it'll be a lot of fun. And tonight we're going to pretty much do the same idea. Of course, our guest, Bill Bean, couldn't make it. And uh, he's Mm -hmm. just recovering from, from COVID and had another engagement. So we thought we're not going to change much of what we were going to discuss anyway. and um I yeah. also went into the wayback machine and got some pictures that oh. that we will share and um <laughs> yeah, people send me things all the time and you know some of a couple of these are personal pictures. some of them are you know, picture two from the manor um, and then we've got a whole bunch of other things that have just come in so we thought we would have. Um, you know, a lot of fun with that. So, you know, if you guys have pictures, Jess might want to come in and make it to the banner, send Mm -hmm. it here, the outer realm contact at gmail.com and the email will come up. I can download it. I can put it on and it'll give you an opportunity to maybe talk about your photo. So I'll leave that up for, for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is the season
0: bubbles and I have given this
1: some thought you know, and we we talk because we work together, you know, on other levels too, not just here on the show. Um, and I have found for years, one of the biggest questions I've been asked, and she and I've jammed about this, of course, is why do things seem to get busier this time of the year? And I mean, busier with respect to you know, getting more calls, getting more emails. Um, we just seem to have more work to do. And <coughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> <laughs> And our, our, my favorite word is always mindset. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the month and we did this the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I say mindset, as I think we open ourselves up more and not normally, you know, the rest of the year, people just want to avoid this sort of stuff for the most part. But this time of the year, people want the experience, you know, they'll go on haunted tours, they'll go stay at haunted locations, they might go on, ha- you know, on investigations, public investigations that are being offered, you know, watch a few more, you know, horror movies than they normally would, which you would think, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be that much of an issue. But maybe it is because we choose to open ourselves up more at this time of yeah. year
0: and it's everywhere i mean you go grocery shopping and you see halloween you go to the gas station you'll see halloween chocolate even at the gas station i mean come on like it's everywhere and i i loved yesterday when i i took um a little fur ball over to get groomed on the way there i've saw a lot of really cool houses shout out to highland road in stony creek i am just so impressed with with the ones that were decorated were decorated to the nines they were really well done and i used to bring my daughter there when she was little because we don't get any kids out here because we're in the country and my cousin my husband's cousin lived, lived there and I would bring chocolates to his house to give away because right. I didn't want to just take. And right. we would go out with the kids. And, you know, I remember that. And I remember doing it with friends places, too. And I'm just so impressed. And mm-hmm. I think when you're driving and you see this and the leaves are changed, it becomes a ho- almost like a Hollywood set feel. Mm-hmm. You start again, like you said, the mindset. And there's more. Horror films on. They they make it a point of the entire month having a few nights a week playing these horror and slasher and not horror films. Okay, mm-hmm. just gonna put that out there because I hate when someone says to me the slasher movie. No, those aren't <laughs> horrors unless they're zombies. But you know what I mean. Like unless it's like Friday the Thirteenth. Saw is not a horror film. That's a slasher. No, film. but the
1: franchise they follows me on Twitter, so yes. I am like all about them. <laughs> No,
0: I love the song. I love it. They've been following me for years. Since
1: psychological, the first movie. yeah,
0: psychological thrillers, classic. Yeah. Um, narcissistic psychopaths and sociopaths. Yeah, it's a very crazy. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. I didn't like the gore, of course, but I enjoyed the the psychological thrill of that series was right. bar none. And you sit there and you try and wonder how somebody goes about writing something like that. It, yeah. it, it's kind of, you know, like trying to get into Stephen King's brain. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that, you know, yeah. has a lot to do with it. Right. I don't, I don't know about the, the veil thing because like I said, I grew up thinking it was Christmas, but. Um,
1: uh, it, it is. It's a, that's part of folklore. Everybody seems to think that this is a time of the year when the veil is thinnest. If you start getting really digging into ancient cultures and you know people especially the druids and, and the pagans people who who really follow the solstices uh, christmas is was actually the time of year where the veil is supposed to be the thinnest and there's all kinds of stories around that surround you know the solstices where, or what we would even consider, you know, um, around Christmas time, yeah. they they just have different names for it. It wasn't Christmas, but they would always prepare seats at the table in celebration. They would have gifts for their loved ones who have passed on and they would have, they would take precautions um, in, in fear of spirits coming in around that time of year. So, you know, I mean, you get even to the Victorians and we're going to talk about that as we get closer to Christmas. But, you know, how they loved telling ghost stories at Christmas, how they love giving really macabre type cards. And but that's a different show. So right now we are like mindset this time of year. What is it about Halloween that makes people and i mean i've always loved halloween so i'm going to let myself right in that group
0: and then it it leads right into the day of the dead of course
1: exactly so and there's a whole bunch of other traditions with that so Mm -hmm. what what is it what makes us all want to i mean people you know if you want an experience you probably want it year-round but this is the time of year where you can do it as as, you know with like like thousands of your closest friends (laughs) you know um, you can go to, like I said, large events. Like I used to be October for me used to be a total blur, a complete blur. I I was so busy running events, doing tours, speaking engagements. Um, I didn't do any research investigations at all, filming everything. Everything was in October and it just got ridiculously crazy. And then when I, you know, semi-retired out of it, it's like, Wow, this is what it's like to really enjoy Halloween. But Halloween night, you know, after a tour, for the most time, I would try to make that just, you know, my time. And eventually I started taking Halloween night off altogether. Right.
0: I, I think you need to as well, just for your own sanity when you're in this field. Um for me, October was never a busy month because I didn't do any of this until I met you, it was always summer with missing kids. It was a lot of summer campgrounds, things like that. But when I met you, I could, our first October together was, I I can't even remember. (laughs) I can't remember what we did, where we, <laughs> what 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 like I don't remember any of it I don't remember anyone we helped i know we helped a lot of people i just remember the first October that first year for some reason it was probably because the film was out the Ouija board was constantly being used that year it was topic of conversation on every podcast not the film but the fact that people were using it right. so much right but we're going back to 2018 2019 so things have changed since then
1: yeah i know well yeah you don't need a
0: Ouija board anymore
1: (laughs) you you don't there's many many ways obviously of making you know invitations for sure there is Uh, a Ouija board is just you know one one factor but i mean one thing i've learned through dealing with people through many years is that there are many ways of creating invitations and bringing, you know, spirits into your home. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Bart. Yeah. I that
0: love one? this part. Maybe people are fascinated with the other side and there is a matrix of consciousness that attracts it. Just the fascination with darkness.
1: Hmm. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Maybe people feel, you know what? Maybe people feel as though, because of this fascination and it feels safer exploring it because you can go to um you know on a haunted tour or you can go spend the night at a haunted place or go to a haunted event and there'll be other people there of like mind waiting to have or share the same experience so you're not really experiencing it alone like the whole safety and numbers thing you know because i don't know I, to me i've I've it's always been like my holiday. Always. So I've I've never I've always enjoyed Halloween to the fullest, you know. Um, but mind you, I have those same interests year-round as well. Here's my Dolly. Thank you, Dolly. Hi, Dolly.
0: As, <laughs> Dolly says as the planet is moving into winter position, magnetic effects about dimensional space is more accessible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I love absolutely. This winter solstice. Like dimensional space, dimensional bleed-throughs. It's got to be one of my
0: favorite days. I you know, know where I would love to spend a winter solstice just once? Would be like in the Arctic or Iceland. I would love to just be out there right. when it hits. Right. And Why? in silence. What's your with reason? Nothing and no one around. Right. Just to absorb the energy I don't know I just it, it draws me it's something I would like to do a lot of people they hate the winter mm-hmm. and the ones that love the winter it's usually because they like to sit in front of a fireplace and watch it from the inside out I love sitting outside in the dark in the cold I don't know why
1: I've done it I've watched meteor showers I growing up up north I used to watch all the the northern lights flashing yeah. across the sky I mean yeah, I, I didn't love winter per, winter per se because it got very cold up there. But um, I really do love the experience of the night sky mm-hmm. without the interference from a big city.
0: Yeah, but that's what a parka is for.
1: It's, it's a parka. And now
0: you for... can get the warming vests <laughs> that go underneath and you you charge them and you just turn them on. There's so many ways that you can see it. And I just would love to do it, but literally by myself. Right, It's just something that I find extremely
1: intriguing. I don't know. I, I don't think know. it has I'm to do a with an energy location as well. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a weirdo. Here's a good comment. Hi, Chris.
0: Hi, Chris? Chris says, Ouija boards are not evil. It's just another tool. How you use the tool defines if it's evil or not.
1: 100%. What I don't agree, I mean, again, it comes down to mindset, right? It, it's a matter of the intention um opening up for communication what i just don't like about them on average is children have access to them and children don't necessarily they're not versed on on the fact that it, you know it, it is just another tool they don't know how to use that intention their intention is oh this is fun this is spooky this is a game they don't necessarily know any better and the only reason i say that is because i've worked with many children over the last 20 years and I cannot tell you how many times they're the ones that get targeted, <coughs> excuse me, because yeah. they 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 don't know any better, and they're the most vulnerable. So they're not going to fight back. And that's where These their invitations are, the are made.
0: Yeah, most,
1: many. Oh, I can't tell you how many times it's happened. So yes, I agree. It's another tool. We we've talked about that. I mean, you can use a phone app. You can use a ghost box, a pendulum, uh, a voice recorder. If yeah. you are initiating contact, you are initiating contact. There are many different ways to do that. Heck, just putting it out there will will you know could potentially you know do the same thing, like even telepathically. You don't even have to come out and say, "Hey," you know.
0: I have a a different opinion.
1: <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead. You know how I feel about them. I know. I, yeah. yeah. I
0: don't like them. I I yeah. don't like them because anyone who uses them and there's there's maybe two people in the industry, one that I did interview who is incredibly good at it and mm-hmm. she's very successful and there's a lot that goes with it that right. no one's doing. The preparation going in, the protection and the closing. I watched a live Um, we had him on the show, um, Mm -hmm. the Ouija board, where they did it on a particular paranormal show. And when this thing responded and it went flying, the planchette went flying, they all ran out of the room. Guess what? Your door's open. So just like you have to really know what you're doing, no matter what you're using. I don't don't agree with any communication. Yeah. I don't believe in any communication. That's my opinion because I'm on the other side of everyone getting themselves into trouble. And I, that's all I see. Unfortunately, Mm. I don't see the good that comes out of it. And in my entire life, I've only known one person Mm -hmm. who truly, truly, truly does it well. And even with her, I, we even butt heads on this show because right. I don't think it should be, even if you're doing well, I don't think it's something you should be promoting because kids do watch these shows. And if you speak to Bishop James Long, ooh, it's a whole other, he has a it's whole other country. opinion on it because you, mostly low level and energy will go through that type of communication. Ouija boards, and um, if it needs help coming through, you
1: may not necessarily want to be communicating. Thank you. With, that's what right? I was trying um, to say. I'm
0: so out of it. Sorry. Yeah. Three espressos
1: okay. and I'm like <laughs> I, I think too with with mindset, it brings me back to that um that experience that I had when we were at um I think it was Scarefest or something like that, and there was A father and a young child who came to me—they were brought—they were sent over to me by somebody else there, and apparently this this young girl who was probably about ten—I'll take a guess she could have been a bit younger actually—and dad worked a lot; he was away a lot, and wanted his daughter to have everything when she came to stay with him, right? So he didn't begrudge it. He didn't really know much about any of this. You know, you watch TV, you want to emulate. Okay. He bought her a lot of paranormal equipment that she had seen on television. Um, and they came to me because he said, well, you know, she has a big interest in the paranormal. She wanted to meet you. Um, you know, she, she has her own equipment. She does stuff. And you know, we've got footsteps in the house and doors opening, and closing. I don't really think much about it. And, you know, I he can not
0: get past this one.
1: I know he, he didn't really think it was anything very serious. So I sat there a little bit gobsmacked and went, um, well, that's not good if this has never happened to you before. And now your child is pretty much invoking things <laughs> communicating and giving carte blanche, you know, there, there's no skill set in there. Like there's no, there's no way of knowing what to, That's... where your boundaries are. Like she's not yeah. old enough to create no. boundaries or to know what she's really communicating with. He goes, Oh, cause well, she's a smart girl. She's not, you know, there's nothing malevolent in the house. And I'm just sitting there going, well, if you ever need help, you know, Oh no, worries. We'll we'll seek you out. I don't know whatever happened to those people, but I'd be a bit concerned if my if my eight to ten year old child was out doing communications in the house and just you know. So so is it? I guess the point I'm trying to go with here is, do you are, do you think parents are are they too laid back or do you think? I, they just, I mean, life is busy. I get you, you can't in, indulge everything and learn about everything, but I mean. I'm going to genderize
0: this. And I don't care if you email me. I really don't care. I find men are more laid back about this. and ugh, You know what I mean? Like You find that a lot more with people who don't understand paranormal, where women are much more intuitive, just, you know, they're the mothers, they're the nurturers. I'm not saying anything about gender, please. I'm just saying that you will see this in common, Where you know, more often, sorry, where you'll see... Women know a lot more about the paranormal than men do when you're putting the groups together. Mm -hmm. You really don't see, there's a lot more female mediums out there than there are males. Mm -hmm. That's, that's just it. And I think a lot of it has to do with them not being able to come out per se with their gifts because they might not be taken as masculine or crazy or whatever. It's a little bit harder. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you me, know, Preston. <laughs>
0: yeah, I will
1: get that. Um, Thank you for this comment. Yeah.
0: Preston Jenna. Hello, Preston. I miss you. Um, I've investigated at least three cases where kids use Ouija boards and ending up with a bad haunting. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Yeah, That's the true. problem. We I really yeah. have never seen anything good come out of it, but you can get the Ouija board app on your phone. You don't even need the game board uh, anymore. I know, you this can, young girl I was just
1: talking about had one.
0: Yeah, and you can turn a phone upside down. I've seen homemade ones. I've seen the carpets,
1: which I think are insanity. Yeah, you don't need to buy anything, really. I mean, you can go ahead and uh, you know. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. How are you? Yeah. Um, We love him too, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we love he Preston is. and Dolly. Um,
0: you know, I... What freaks me out the most is the shoes. When people wear the shoes with the Ouija board on them, I'm like, "You're a walking planchette."
1: <laughs> I don't know. You
0: think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's funny.
1: I, I think, dancing around in the maybe is yeah. I think. <laughs> you know, I but, think
0: my biggest thing here because I'm I'm like all over the place. I apologize. I think my biggest thing here is I watched my friends use a Ouija board when I was nine years old at a party. I've talked the story many times before. So I'm not going to repeat it just to tell you that that frightening feeling I had when I saw that shadow stays with me today. Right. And we're talking over 40 years later. So that's probably why I'm so close minded about anything to do with the Ouija board. I've, I really feel like whatever communication you're going to do, you need to have someone there who knows and can see what's coming.
1: You know, you say that. I have to tell you, I've seen some really seasoned mediums get channeled, get tricked into thinking they were communicating with something else. Um, So, you know,
0: automatic writing. Sorry.
1: Well, yeah. And, and, with that being said, um, I mean it doesn't seem to matter how seasoned you are, because I think it, I think everybody can have a bad day. Everybody can have their guard down. Everybody can be overconfident. Um, it can happen to anyone. Absolutely, there's always something out there that has the capability, I you know, of of finding its way in, and if it doesn't do it right away. I can do it any, in many other ways. I have to say, you know, in doing tours and events for so many years, I remember one time getting um, a, a call from this woman. Because a long time ago, I had a phone number on a website. I know.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I know. <laughs> just like, anyway. So I remember getting a call and she said, some woman said she goes, Does the name, I don't even remember what it was because it was so long ago, you know, uh, mean anything to you? And I'm like, maybe. (laughs) Enlighten me. She turned out, she was on on one of the tours. And I remembered her, you know, after she enlightened me to the situation and, and the area we were in. And this woman was like this, just taking in all this energy now there wasn't anything malevolent on the tour oh, but she caught lovely. the attention of a young spirit child and the spirit child followed her home and she goes she kept me up all night she i woke up she was hovering over me and blah 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 and all i remember saying it says what's your address up <laughs> right over and uh, you know she goes Can I get your spirit i'm going stop my spirit you know i'm not the one that was all oh you know like it just shows you there's just you know maybe something about you that any spirit or entity could find enticing about you and it's not always a malevolent but it doesn't mean you want a house guest even if it well, is a the nine one when you start
0: losing time it's scary um you have to be very careful. I agree with you 100% about no one is perfect. I just feel like if someone can guide you through the opening and closing of it, right, you're a lot safer. Not necessarily safe,
1: right. just
0: a little bit safer than, than you would be without it. Now, I like Bishop James when he says, the Ouija board is a written invitation. Right. Because people who are using them are not using them to get in touch with past loved ones. Uh, some some, always, are. some I are. I know, but most. Some
1: really believe that there are different avenues of doing so. The problem is a lot of lower lying entities really do want, you know, to come and get that attention. So yeah. it's very possible. It's easier for that that's them. That's what you're getting most of the time. Let's face it. They can mimic any voice. They can mimic any appearance, any behavior, any odor. Well, odors everything. are tough. Odors are tough ones from what I've been told. But I mean, you know, I just, I always have to caution people. Even I, when my mom passed, was very, very cautious because I always say I know better. And even though I knew, I knew just in my being, I knew with with what my my heart told me, what my mind's eye told me Like, no, I know this is my mother. But I'm so conditioned to knowing that things do come in and take advantage of the grieving who so desperately want to make communication. Much like at Halloween, people go out for that experience and say so desperately want it, you know, um, that you end up having, who knows? So this is actually pretty funny. It gets okay, hilarious. <laughs> Michael, says,
0: I've told my family no ghost allowed unless they help pay the mortgage. I'm with you.
1: <laughs> they never did at the manor. <laughs>
0: yeah. but it was Dolly. theirs first. That's a little. This, they were there it was first. theirs first.
1: Hey, they were we were there before we you. didn't pay the mortgage.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. they were they were there before you. Uh, <laughs> we but, were good enemies. Uh, we paid the bills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You took care of them. Um, and Dolly says there is a young girl who has followed me. She showed me how she died. This happened two days ago. I'm working on helping her.
1: Ah, see right there. This is a perfect example. Um, do you think this is the time of year where they, it's just easier for them to come in and out? Right. I don't know. Like, do you find that, that I find that it's, I think maybe a mind, I I do, I think it's a complete mindset thing, but I also know that I do feel more energy. The energy is just different. It's not that it's, it's changed a whole lot. It's just amplified.
0: Well, there's more static in the air. We talked about that. It's getting colder, Colder, drier and drier and, Mm -hmm. and that just helps feed them along and helps them get stronger. They've always been there, but now they have this extra edge and then (laughs) you're you're, you're to all the horror films again and then everybody decorating their homes and it puts you mindset for me i learned so much about that with you is so key with october
1: it mm-hmm. really
0: is and i feel that that fear causes people not to react the way they normally would mm-hmm. to a situation if they were using a
1: ouija board or communication mm-hmm. tool to communicate with the other side right And also this is a time of year and I'm going to come to, I'm going to put Wayne's question up or in a moment where I think naturally people get more depressed this time of year because, you know, the holidays perhaps coming up because the the days are shorter, the nights are longer. So it can attract different things as well. So here's the comment question and I'm interested in your opinion on it.
0: Wayne says, so, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Do people get depressed because of the time of year, which in turn attracts dark entities, or do dark entities find them first, which causes depression?
1: I know they can amp up depression. those feelings.
0: Yeah. See, a scientist would would start spitting out facts about the sun and vitamin D and how it affects depression. I, on the other hand, would say... Either or, Mm -hmm. you know, people do get depressed when the sun goes down. It's, it's a natural occurrence with their brain, but Mm -hmm. does something amplify it? Highly possible. We've seen it.
1: We have, we have. Yeah. Also a good comment here. Uh,
0: Dolly says war is causing more lately. Well, yeah, the whole world is an uproar. It has been for the last few years when the big C happened and um, I'm finding that people are really abrupt everywhere and they're, they're just so
1: angry fun. and oh my impatient.
0: Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's really rare. Um, it's rare to find somebody who's really friendly, you know?
1: Right. But right. The, yeah. People trying, are fed up, I think, which is a lot.
0: Yeah. But did, did it, uh, that's a whole other show. Here I'm we go. Say. Yeah, (laughs) I have met a few people who are channeling or have something attached to them and they like it they might Hmm. come in the most unexpected times but the person likes the intention and crises of it
1: that's that's actually pretty interesting you say that I remember um working with a family probably about Oh, my God, we're talking like 2008, maybe really long time ago. And they asked to have a clearing done. It was a human spirit. So we were able to move the human spirit off. And the house was very, very calm and quiet. Within yeah. about two months, I got a call because we'd like our spirit back. Why can't just bring back a spirit. I mean, if they want to be there, they're more than capable of coming you know, coming back if they so choose to. But isn't it funny how you know I look at this comment and I'm thinking it is really um interesting to me. You know, I I could see human spirits being missed, but I've run into on maybe two occasions people who had attachments and one thing about entities is they really give you this feeling of power and that you're cared for and that you're you're loved when you're really you're really not when push comes to shove, you're being tricked into believing it. And when you remove the attachment, it's like they feel a sense of loss because they've been under control or they've been oppressed for so long, and always hearing that voice, or always knowing that presence there you know and after that it was just um silence mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it, it's just it's interesting but like well no and and they end up back in the same situation because they are just used to the 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 clutter in the mind I guess they're just used to the the whole oppression part of it so. Yes, I certainly do, Roger, but it's a middle name, which I can't say on the air because it's a family member still living. (laughs) So, um, I mean, if there's another one out there, it's possible, (laughs) but there's only one that I know off the top of my head. Um, Dolly.
0: Mm, Yes, negative stuff doesn't have to make you depressed, but how you react is important. I'm, I know that deep down inside I'm very angry right now, but I'm, I do everything in my like possible, like everything possible to keep on the other side of it. I don't want to affect other people with it because I know what the ripple effect is and it's not fair to anyone. I wish everybody would think that way. I think we'd have a lot happier people out there.
1: I think so. And and we can't, unfortunately, we're not in control of everything that happens around us or to us. But we are in control of how we receive it and how we deal with it, how we react to it. Um, and you have to pick your battles. Some things aren't worth it. It's no. just it's not worth it. Be happy. No. Somebody wants to make you miserable. There's no place in your life. None whatsoever. No. Uh,
0: Matt, um,
1: Michelle,
0: Roshi. Just casually says it was a human spirit. She has the gift of discernment, or she wouldn't have been able to say that oh, so easily.
1: Thank you. I truly believe that Hi, human spirit, the people without bodies. I would be respectful. I don't treat them like oh you're a ghost. No, the people, the people without bodies, they're just it's the next level of their journey. It's very hard for me to look at a spirit like it's. I guess it's just disembodied, and the person was a person at one time, and that person had a life and a family and, you know, personality, likes, dislikes, all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. Just the next level that maybe they just need a little move on. It's okay, you can do it. (laughs) You
0: know, I like I like Wayne's comment. That's good. That is so so true. Um. Nothing worse than when you say to someone, I've got nothing. No one is more disappointed than someone who has been told their house isn't actually haunted. Wayne Mallow said that. And I agree a hundred percent.
1: It is, and, and this is I think where we get into investigations and naysayers. It's very hard. I can tell you there have been locations that have been open door policy to me through the years that I have been, I've either represented them if they're a public place. Or the family has given me carte blanche on research because I've always respectful with the location, the current family, and the spirits involved. You can't under in one night go someplace and if you get no activity, say it's not haunted. It's like anything else, you know. Somebody breaks into my house, you know, I'm not going to sit there and want to have a conversation with them. You know, you're strangers to spirits, and you have to remember there's still people. You are a stranger. You have to build trust, you have to build a relationship. And if you can do that, then maybe, just maybe, you will start getting that, you know, the the, the activity you want. Even when I did events at Casaloma, every night before an event, I would walk the halls and I would talk to you know, Sir Henry Pellet, because he, you know, he he was said to have been there, you know, caught his voice on EVPs. And I would say, you know, good evening, Sir Henry. You know, uh, you know, glad. You know, I want to let you know tonight. This is how many people we have. This is where the tour is going to start. You know, I would treat him as though I was his guest. You were, and I and I would advise him of everything going on. You were. It was his
0: fault. I exactly. just want to address um, Roger. Uh, yeah. No, the only one I know is Paul. But I will think about it because my head's everywhere right now. But thank you. There we go. Um, Wayne says the paranormal has begun the new popularity badge. If you're haunted, then you're cool. If you're not, well, that makes you just plain old normal. I (laughs) I really appreciate not being haunted and I I like it. (laughs) I like it.
1: It's really strange because living, you know, I mean. Like, I grew up with a crap load of activity in, in a very active location. And things have always followed me. And being at the manor and living there, it's just, like, haunted in a different way. Because it had nothing to do with me. It was all about the house. So, it was learning more about not being a haunted person. When I say, you know, have like, an attachment, basically. Because um, that was... <laughs> in the house that I grew up in, but, you know, coexisting with a whole other group of individuals and learning their likes their dislikes, um, trying to remember tones. Um, And it was just so helpful all the time. There's so many great stories that come out of that house. When we move here, we're like, it was so quiet. You know, I'd remember saying to Wayne, listen, listen, he goes, what? I'm like, Exactly. Absolutely. Nothing. Nothing. It yeah. was strange. It it's was strange. <laughs> yeah, but the yeah. silence was just so. If, if it makes sense, the silence was deafening. I think it's nice, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know, I know, because the manner is different. You, you had some. I mean, you had some crazies, and then, but you had a lot of beautiful history yeah. and. And spirits coming in and out and welcoming and everything and it's nice. They 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 become part of your family, but I don't think it's a bad thing when you walk into a silent. <laughs> I
1: it's think strange. we have to, you know, recognize the difference between a haunting, and and coexisting with <laughs> with, you know, spirit individuals that were there first that've been there for over a century. You know, like they're they're living their lives and they're they're. It, it is different. It's just a different situation altogether. And now I understand when people would say, we want our spirit back, you know, or some people say, no, you know, because I've always worked malevolent cases or I've always, you know, I very seldomly would work a benign, uh, like a benign home because there were a lot of people who could do that, whereas a lot of people didn't want to or did not know how to deal was something a bit more malevolent because you take chances all the time, you know, and um, people didn't want to take those chances and and it takes a really good team to say, no, this is not my thing. So I would often refer those sort of calls to colleagues within those areas uh, to accommodate families who just wanted to get familiar with their spirit people. And they coexisted amazingly. And if they didn't know how to coexist you know, I would get an occasional call and say, okay, well, you know, having an issue, and this is the issue. And then all it would take is acquainting the family with the spirit person. So for example, let's say, you know, Fred or George. Fred or George here used to sit in this room every day at four o'clock and listen to music or read a book or watch television. Or Now, meanwhile, the current family has kids running rampant and this is now a family room. And this is, you know, so it's a matter of like, George just wants his hour every day. That's all. So then the family actually backed off, kept everybody out of that room for one hour every day. And all the activity stopped.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just a matter all of existing. Yeah. Get to yeah. know them, see what's what and, and just, um just figure that out, you know, make like, sure they're
0: not grounded.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. You know, um, Okay, here we go. Chris has got a question.
0: Um, How common is demonic infestation? I suspect it's very rare, but exaggerated by TV and other media.
1: Well, possession is actually what's extremely rare, believe it or not, is is possession.
0: Less less than 3%. Um,
1: Infestation is like an attachment, which usually starts with an invitation, of some sort sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it infestation is just when they get to that point where they start like you go through that, that oppression you know where you just you're, you're really i always say it's like being under someone's thumb but the infestation is when you start getting the scratching on the wall let's say a lot of really loud activity doors opening closing um foul smells maybe some people get pushed some people get scratched um yeah <laughs> right so yeah and it wasn't even mine. It, it just sort of gets um, where the activity amplifies, I guess. So it's not so mm-hmm. much that that is rare, but the final stage of that, you know, is possession. And often if it's a full possession, a real true possession, and, and Bishop James, I'm sure, I mean, he's talked about this also. And as rare as that is, the next stage after that is often Death, suicide, murder—because um, the end game is the soul. And yeah, if, it, so, if right? they're not
0: exercised, yeah, yeah, Del- no deliverance. infestation, no. Th- again, like we talked about last week, they they still require an invitation.
1: Exactly. By the host of some sort. Sometimes, yeah, yeah the people don't realize it. But if you even just look up, there's five to seven stages, depending on on. You know the 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 religious background or the belief system, right? Some believe five, some believe seven, some believe more. It does that. It goes from invitation to possession and death. Those are essentially your, you know, your your stages. I remember mm-hmm. when um, paranormal activity came out. Oh my God! I got so many emails. Is this based on a true story? Is this real? Is this real? And. I had to finally go see it because I I was getting also, so many show, emails the movie. about the show. And oh. I said it's based on the stages of, of a full demonic attack, attachment, possession, but it was a made-up story. I, yeah, think, like very, I think it was hilarious. very well done for what it was with such a low budget. And, and it was pretty well done. And I like that they had two endings. You know, the ending of just her disappearing and you know or, and then the ending of of her killing somebody because it could have gone either way so it was it was pretty well done considering um you know what they had to least, work with one of my least favorite films yeah there, it wasn't my favorite franchise by any means but they 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 did a good job with the the slow even the infestation you know like everything that she started going through as it amped up and how it started, you know, with the, the Ouija board, the party, getting together and how yeah. immediately things happened. And that's the invitation, right? Communicating. Um,
0: yeah. It. The first one's the only one I watched, so I don't know. Um, Preston says, I investigated two cases that led to the possession stage. One guy who got possessed didn't remember any of it, but his friend remembered it all. Said his friend talked in a weird language. Scary. Yeah, the tongues. That's nice. one of the signs of possession, speaking in tongues. Speaking
1: in tongues.
0: Yeah. Eating bugs. They starve you. They they want you to die. They will keep you from drinking water. They'll make you die of thirst, which is extremely lack painful. Of sleep.
1: They don't they let keep you, you sleep. Away.
0: They drive you crazy. So you Are, want to die.
1: I worked with a woman with a family um, whose sister had messaged me, and she said, "Some my I know there's something wrong with my sister and she was doing really erratic things had two small children did super erratic things you know like she would run run laps like like for for like which i mean most people say like running laps isn't a big deal but she ran laps <laughs> it was, if you didn't for 19 hours with her children in the car without stopping oh. i mean it, it was a lot of a lot of erratic things this is a woman who worked out every single day and she was healthy that, the, you know, the million dollar family, you know, the, the boy, the little girl, the big house, the business, everything, just everything. And she lost in three months. She was about 90 pounds, chain smoker, um, didn't sleep, couldn't sleep at all. Um, insisted that the priest come in and bless the house and would never let him in the house when he showed up, um. It, it was it was it was crazy. It, it took about three months to to get everything straight and clear there. Um, and I'm sure you know, and I started with a pendulum, by the way. The yeah. death of her mom, her mom used to use a pendulum, and she took her mother's pendulum, hoping to communicate with her mom. And what she got was something entirely different.
0: It's probably an attachment to the pendulum,
1: it, yeah, oh, yeah. it it was full on. It was really full on. So, I think, um, with that being said, um, you know, it was in and out, in and out, in and out, you know, so she would sit there, take a puff of a cigarette, drop Sorry. it, grab another one, take a puff, drop it. And she never, her eyes never left mine. And I just looked at her and I went, I never broke a stare from her. I, and, and I just talked four hours. She had me talking. At the wow. table, just four hours. And when I first arrived, this she she had her face stuck to the wall with a bowl of cereal like this. And food was like the cereal was flying all over the place. I walked in the door very quietly, and her husband let me in. I says, You're sort of the man of the house, so you're in charge. You're gonna let me in with permission, which she did, and um she stopped like this, and she and she just put her head up. And I waited, and she spun around, <laughs> went flying, and she rushed at me goes, why are you here? And I just smiled, and I, <laughs> I said, we're we'll going to have a little chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the end of it, and I didn't break a sweat. Just, and you're going to listen. I, sat, I did not. I did not break a sweat. And she was like, right, right here. And I just looked at her, and I went. You can't. I you said, can't. Stick down yeah you can't you can't um
0: you can't break you can't be weak at that point that's why it's not for everybody
1: yeah exactly it it was crazy but three months later um and i again i had to insist um because of the entire situation with all of the erratic behavior i insisted on you know um psychological assessments so she they got two for her And I needed permission from her psychologist and psychiatrist, family doctor. I needed permission from everybody to work with her, which they all gave me as long as I never encouraged her to go off the medication. The medication, by the way, never worked because it it obviously wasn't, you know, schizophrenia, psychosis, anything like that.
0: Annalise Mitchell again.
1: Yeah, see. So that... But that's the thing. But I never discouraged yeah. that. It, you know, that wasn't my part of why I was there. I'm not a doctor. I am not a counselor. Um, I've dabbled in counseling. I've taken, you know, um, courses just to, to learn how to properly read body language, communicate with people. Um, but I'm not a certified anything. My job was there. I was there to do one, one thing and was to try to understand why this family felt as though they were under the influence of something. And that's why I was there, wasn't there to do anything else. And and it was figured out. And, um, at that point, you know, she finally let the church in (laughs) and, you know, her priest would come in and pray with her and things like that. That was her religious belief system. And And that's what gave her strength. and, And that's what, you know, started the road to her healing and this young family's healing. So it devastates families and, as we in, in approach on this time of year, I think it's it's very important that people realize that you could end up in a place that could essentially be infested with things that could come back and attach to you, mm-hmm. you know, and I always say asylums and jails and places like that, because We were asked to go and um, and um, work with um, do minor investigating of an asylum because they were looking at tearing it down and uh, they were filming there and they just said, look, can you can we just let's investigate it. And I did snap. I I do have one photo, two, if I can find it that I'll share from that. But we and it was there like in the daytime, you know, we were there like in the summer, six o'clock, five, six o'clock at night you know, taking pictures, all this activity was still going on and we were there into the evening. So, you know, the stuff that was there, if you're an everyday individual who doesn't even have much of it more than an interest in the paranormal, even just a mild interest, Mm -hmm. how do you know if something attaches to you? Hmm. It was too late. Even a human spirit can attach itself to you. Right? So... Even that's possible. Oh, absolutely. And I don't.
0: I don't think you always. I, I don't. I don't think you do know. I think you just react and you behave differently. Mm-hmm. Other people around you might notice that you're different, and it depends on what's attached to you.
1: Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I mean that that's that's the key is how you know how do you know? I mean, aside from the traditional you know, smells and things like that. I mean, I have seen so, so many different scenarios. I've seen, you know, one family we worked with, they had they had a house guest who they didn't realize was a dabble, a hot and heavy dabbler of, of the occult Ugh. and hardcore stuff. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Within a week of this person moving into the house, all hell literally broke loose in this house when they finally asked this house guest to leave they were starting to pick up the pieces of what was happening we ended up coming in and we found um jars of broken mirrors and urine and some of it had you know blood in it and um and they were strategically placed and <clears throat> rooms that ended up being the most active rooms. So ceremonies were done to, you know amplify all of this. and 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 if you didn't know, they were put in places that were really hard to find. So some people really do, with serious intent, cause damage. <clears throat> you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, So I don't know. Um, one second, this is a good question. Amelia, want to get it?
0: Sure, of course. Um, Chris asks if thoughts create reality, then Jesus is real because billions of people, I believe, create that reality, right?
1: Dolly says, Nope. Chris is perplexed and says, No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the whole other conversation going on in the <laughs> chat room people <laughs> get over to the outer realm you too oh my god <laughs> i know so too funny i know <laughs> so um yeah so with that being said
0: that's um, something you have
1: to work on, on your own chris well you know sometimes i i be- i get what you're saying <laughs> with with the, the thoughts manifestation uh, Chris, I mean, look at Tulpas, right? Tulpas, like Slenderman. Let's talk real real quickly about Slenderman. I mean, he yeah. was invented in a game room, a game chat room.
0: And University over time, student.
1: he was given so many different character traits and such a personality that people actually started having sightings of him all over the world.
0: And same thing as a cult effect.
1: Yeah, but but it doesn't change the fact that people who had nothing to do with him, who didn't even know he existed, yeah. were having sightings of him in places that that went went in line with some of the the behavior and characteristics that he was given. So I don't know, guys, chime in. What do you think about that, Wayne? Um, Wayne says so.
0: Okay, so here's a thought. When I was in Catholic school, I was told that Jesus said that even if you have a bad thought is a sin. I didn't like the idea, but now if you think about it, the paranormal it could be dangerous. You could conjure things just by thinking about it. It's hard to control your thoughts, though, right?
1: But doesn't it tell you, again, we go back to mindset. Doesn't it tell you how easy it is How powerful we are as beings, if you can manifest your own reality, apparently, which you can, then that's pretty strong thought form. So if you can do that, then why, why limits? Whereas there's no limits. You, You can manifest all kinds of things. Is this where projecting comes in? Psychokinesis, a projected yeah. energy. Poltergeist, a <clears throat> poltergeist, noisy ghost is projected energy. So, somewhere along the lines, that energy gets projected and ends up becoming a force to be reckoned with, building over time strength. What's that about?
0: Okay. Um, delhi says our minds fill in everything we are all psychic we hear it unconsciously we are connected actually we do not create we recreate
1: okay and cc
0: hello hi cc how are you um says has there always been so many bad entities in our realm or on the earth or has it up, up in recent years. Sorry,
1: Ooh, I think it's always been there. Personally, I think we just put more emphasis on it. Mind you, we have more people as There's well.
0: Paranormal shows changed everything. too. the minute but, they started pouring on TV,
1: but we're also I've been watching paranormal shows since like the the seventies. No,
0: I mean the the amount that are oh, on. Well, we're, you we're could, pretty, you we're can you can sit flooded. on a channel and watch twenty four seven. We're pretty flooded watching. with them. That's what I mean. Like anytime something is like that in your face and it's constant, it's it's conditioning your mind. If you believe it, you're going to feel it. You're going to create but your own. Remember,
1: we're that, look at how many people we are now, right? Okay, this is funny. I have to put it up there, seriously.
0: <laughs> uh, Wayne says, I must be daft because I would be blowing out the walls in the shop with my projected energy while my projector must be broken <laughs>
1: Hence my life, people. Hence my life.
0: (laughs) Uh, Chris says, So then in every thought, there is reality. Oh, that's the same one, isn't it? it No, this is new. So Jesus is real in one reality, Buddha is real in another reality. All of these realities exist all at once in different dimensions. (laughs) Stolly says, In the third dimension, Jesus was a person. Yep there we yeah. go <laughs> you are a person okay kids
1: Cece, i love listening to stacy's
0: a clown Cece says i've cr- i've tried to manifest a six foot muscular intelligent guy in my life and it sure didn't work <laughs>
1: <laughs> keep trying Cece. let us know if it works <laughs> yeah, pull off
0: the motor and try again <laughs> i know
1: i know oh my god sometimes That's you
0: have too... to take the five foot eight one and
1: it's too funny be happy Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to show a few pictures, okay? And this is pretty much I'm just going to put them up there. Some some of these are just pictures that people have sent. Um if it's something that I'm familiar with, I will let you know. Some of them, oh god, there's some good ones here, but I don't have permission to use them because they were from past cases and so on and so forth. So, here's one that was sent um and Alleg- allegedly okay it was taken in a high school up against a steel door okay so i'm just trying to get oh. this i don't know how i can get this so it's um um hold on uh, 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 copy oh hold on okay hold on i think i might have this okay all right here we go Much better. Okay. Let me know what you guys think. Up against a steel door. She's looking the other way. And then we've got this guy right here. You know, it's a school door. just a steel door. That's definitely real. And it looks like something is looking at her. Because she's this way. So I don't know. Thoughts? Mm. Yeah, feel free to chime in. I'm just putting them up. Me? No, 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 no. Anybody? <laughs> anybody? I'm just, I'm just going to show them as as we go along because yeah, um, it's art. Well, it's a steel door. <laughs> I know the individual, so I can assure you, not art, <laughs> but interesting. Um, it's definitely a picture. She says, "Okay, I'll put I'll put Wayne's comment up while we're looking." okay
0: (laughs) in this dimension i was tricked into being a daft person let's go to earth and be immortal wayne it'll be fun they said
1: (laughs) yes yes yes
0: (laughs) oh Uh, it's so funny how many people who work in this field often will say they don't want to (laughs) (laughs) reincarnate.
1: okay one minute i'm just gonna put this over here ah It's hard because I've got a whole picture file here that I don't want to just mess around with. So bear with me, peeps. This one was sent to me on a person who did a ghost tour that I did. It was emailed to me. And at the time, a colleague and I were doing the ghost tours. And it. this was a location at City Hall in Burlington, Ontario, in a courtyard that was said to have Ley lines, a courtyard that was said to have a portal and city staff would report seeing people in period clothing at any given time, even during the day. So here it is. This, I'm going I'm to try to see if I can make it um, bigger. So bear with me. Don't
0: I need just... to know
1: what is that Hold reflecting on. off of. uh it rained that night. That I mean obviously um everything is wet there.
0: Oh, this is a step. Okay.
1: Yeah. So we just go. This mm. this apparently is a young boy. Yeah. And he had little knickers and it's that very was very small. There. You might see it a little better. Okay, that that's way.
0: better. Yeah. That's better. It puts the size into perspective. Honestly, I okay. think this is real.
1: Yeah, I don't think right.
0: that's and and just the the impressionism of it, you know. Like he's walking, it's like movement, he's pulling. Yeah, they got the photo in movement, and they weren't taking a picture of
1: anything. No, and this was sent to a friend at the time who worked at Cambridge University, and they would put a lot of photos and things like this to infrared, an yeah. infrared technology that they had to try to see if there was something. For so something like a camera strap, for example, or they they could see through all of this. Yeah, he has a poor boy cap. He on. absolutely
0: does. Yeah, he looks. He reminds me of Spanky from Little
1: Rascals. Yeah. See. So um, it, it's, it's interesting. They, they it came back with a question mark. So of course, being more of a trying to give a scientific edge to it, if it came back with a question mark, it was something that they had no real explanation for. So I thought, oh, that that's interesting. Okay, so. Let me try to find you guys another one. Same ghost tour. Okay. I'm going to show you guys different pictures that were taken on this tour. And it was, it was pretty wild. I have to say. And we ended up with this figure that showed up two different times, years apart. So let me just find it. Okay. Okay. So here it is. I'm going to try to bring this in over here. Oh, come back. There it is. Okay. Uh, bear with me, guys. Okay. This was taken in, there was an area of the, um, an area of, of, a, of a place. It was just an old square that was there. It was, it was a replica of an old British village. It wasn't anything else. Um, Jessica's gonna it was bed. empty. Okay. It was a facade. So there was nothing in it. Facade, just like a movie. Empty empty building. Tell
0: Jessica to go to bed, Michelle. Hmm? Tell
1: Jessica to go to bed. Oh <laughs> <have> nightmares. <laughs> Jessica like, go to bed. Auntie says yeah. go to bed. Yeah. So <laughs> so basically the the actual picture of this was one of my team members who was facing the other way so she was looking at somebody else and she was just slightly bent over i'll try to grab the original picture but this is what was in the window behind her so let me try to oh <laughs> hold on i'm trying As the, why the, do the, i the, catch the, things,
0: the, things like that? let me work <laughs> let me work it
1: let me work it there oh just
0: go night night <laughs> Oh, it it, it looks like a bit of a, of
1: a hooded deformed figure.
0: Do you know what it reminds me of? The face reminds me of like an Irish elemental.
1: Yes. An Irish elemental.
0: Yes. There was, um, there was a, Oh my gosh, it's one of the Taps groups way out there. I can't remember his name. And they went into this castle that was totally deteriorated and had this thing for it. And this stuff was happening in time with them. It was the most activity I've ever seen on a paranormal show.
1: See, that's crazy. Ever. And
0: it was like bang, bang, bang. They were in, it just wasn't stopping. And yeah. I just, this is what this thing looked like when they zoomed in. It looked like
1: that. Yeah, you could see it's those like shoulders here and yeah, like I
0: feel like I can connect with it through that photo, which is really bad.
1: I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you a different one, which seems to be the same variation, but one step farther, taken many years later, and Mm -hmm. that. Okay, here, this thing though. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, one minute. I'm just moving things around, guys, because this is in, like, one of my albums. Okay. This was taken on a tour in, um, it was a vacant, it used to be a restaurant, but it was vacant. There was nobody in it at this time. It was completely empty. Um, same square. So, the same, you know, the outside Uh, The interior was pretty, you know, the odd thing was going on in there, but it's very, very expensive to rent space here. So a lot of places that went in, they were lucky to make it a year. If they didn't get the business, they closed. This was taken by just a tour attendee, just snapping pictures. Okay. All right. Brace yourselves. And it's it's easier for me. Actually, this is a circled version. I can't find the other version, but here it is anyway. There, there, right, bubbles.
0: <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> I know what that is. I'm not gonna say it, but yeah. I know you know. I know what that is.
1: <laughs> yes, but here yeah. it is. You can't miss it. That's not pareidolia. It Looks like freaking Skeletor. I'm yeah, just you can't. Say.
0: You can't miss that. That's not no. pareidolia. That's no, very, this was the
1: version that she sent me, where she circled that, and then I said, "Please send me the original version." So let me see if I could find the original one. While and there's
0: there's going. many more there.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty. It's a pretty active. Um, it's a pretty active space for sure um i'm just trying to see if i could find the original photo okay here's here's the original okay hold on
0: this is a good time to be on youtube i'm saying like if you're listening to this on one of your um streaming platforms you're going to want to come to the outer realm uh youtube page and watch this because you're missing all the photos
1: okay one second okay one minute all right i'm gonna try this one now so bear with me um it's taking me a bit of time but i it's, it's hard to load them all as i have to bring them to my screen so you guys okay. can see so here's the version without the circle uh, mm. requested a photo i have to email it dolly dolly i can't grab it um from here um I can't grab it from here unless you send me something. I can't grab it from here. You see what's behind the figure? Um, Let me look. It's very distorted to me. It's very right. ancient. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you what's in front. This specific building had a large tree that was once a twig that the Native American, Native Canadian people put a gnarl in it to mark a trail. Mm-hmm. And it it was one of only two believed to exist in the entire region. The people who ran this restaurant cut it down. Oh no! A living tree, because the, the foliage blocked the upstairs window, and they closed after that. You cut the, the tree down. You just cut, trim the they tree. They did. They did. Trim it. Don't chop it. I know. I know. So that was that was that. Um, okay. Bear with me. Still looking, guys. Still looking. Um, I do have other ones. Now, here's one. Remember I told you about the asylum that we went to? Okay. Now, this, this here. Hold on. Let me just go in there. Have a look. See? This was taken at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And no flash. No sunny. Nothing. Oh. I personally took this picture. So, I want your thoughts on it. I've never showed this picture. You know, just family, friends, that sort of thing. So, um, okay. Let me just try to... Let me pop up. The the asylum was empty, abandoned. Mm. Um, Hold on. There. What do you think? Looks human. Yeah, it would have been a lot of... A lot of... um, Really spirits in that place again no, no yeah no pareidolia in this one either yeah no that's the only thing there like the only thing there and at the time this was taken there were drums playing somewhere in that building we can't substantiate our whole the whole group was with us the film crew was with us but we can't, we don't know. It was a big place, right? Anybody could be anywhere. So we didn't really think much of it. But um there were like like drums, almost like ceremonial. And snapped a picture. Cause I just go around, I snap pictures of everything and then I go over them afterwards to see if there's anything there. And this stuck out like a sore thumb. So I was just kind of like, huh. All right then. So there's that. <laughs> um I'm I'm just grabbing just grabbing just grabbing bear with me because i have another scully face to show you guys and this was sent by um a, a person who i used to consider uh, a <clears throat> friend and <laughs> yeah well used to there's a key right there right <laughs> let me
0: just find oh, it oh my god if I you know. know if you're Michelle circle you already know who she's talking about because she keeps her circle very tiny
1: yeah well hmm you know, one second. Where is this this thing? Is this here? Nope. Because I just I find it interesting how many of these things just keep showing up. And that that to me was like, what the hell? I think so. what's
0: what's important when you're looking at photos like this for people who are watching, what's important is that you Michelle doesn't suggest anything. She asks you what you see. When it becomes suggestive, like when you hear um, on these paranormal shows EVPs that are played three times, by the third time they play it for you, you believe that it is what they say because they've already told you what's being said. Here, Michelle is telling you what, asking you, what do you see? So if you can definitively see a person in that, that is a clean observation. It's not tarnished by any suggestion that makes sense i need coffee i've had three espressos and a coffee and i'm like
1: still blah, 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 verbal diarrhea tonight blah, 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 blah. i know oh my <laughs> gosh right okay One when, once i'm still looking for this one mm-hmm. but while i'm looking for it i'll put this one up just to show you guys and again guys this, this is sent to me um i don't know you know Photos get sent to me and I get permission to use them. Those are the ones I show. I don't show anything that I don't have permission to use. So here we go. I circled it because I wanted to be sure you saw it so you could give your Um, actual opinion on it.
0: This is creepy AF. That's all I'm saying. I remember
1: this photo. I don't know. I was just sort of like, what the hell is that thing? Yeah, I remember when you sent that to me. That's creepy AF. Oh, one second. I'm getting warmer. I'm just saying, getting warmer. I'm just really trying to figure out where. This other one was like pretty darn good. And I'm like, where the hell is it? Um... Oh, okay. That's interesting. Let me put that one down too there. I don't know. Uh, okay, oh, snoring. <laughs> I know that place. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, stop screen. There we go. Stop screen. Okay, I'm just fine. I have to stop a screen to be able to bring up another picture. So bear with me, please. Okay, okay. So now I can keep looking. Um, do you want to do a station ID? Will I look for this? Bubbles.
0: Yeah, sorry. Oh I'm telling them to be quiet downstairs because I can hear them. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can hear you. <laughs> I can that's
1: hear saying, you guys to making too much
0: damn noise. Yeah. <laughs> what a night. We're, we're having an amazing open mic night tonight. And you are listening to The Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoshi and Amelia Pizzano coming to you live from the beautiful city of New Orleans. On 105.3 and 107.7 FM radio, and as well as the Roku channel that we stream live and archive. So if you're watching us from Roku, welcome, welcome. Please share us with oh, all your okay. Um, Tonight, our guest is you. We're having discussions. It's spooky month, and Michelle right now is sharing some paranormal photos with us. Cool. So if you are listening, tuning in by... You're, it's audible you might want to go to visual instead of audio and come to the outer realms youtube channel so that okay. you can participate and make your guesses as well with these photos they're quite interesting and pretty impressive captures here um if you're just tuning in don't worry about it again you can stream our archives on any platform and again you're going to want to go to youtube we're having a few issues with uh
1: Facebook, Facebook, Yeah, we sure are. I don't even want
0: to say it out loud, because I feel like I'm putting it out into the universe. And it's going to continue. So (laughs) remember, if if you're watching us on YouTube, or if you're participating with the photos right now, you are watching us on YouTube. And if this is a record, and you're watching this recorded, I have verbal diarrhea, by the way, um, you (laughs) please click like and subscribe. This way you don't miss a thing. And click those notifications so you don't miss the show in case you do miss the links and think that we're not on. We are on live every Wednesday and Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. To the wonderful people at Folger, as we give a shout-out and thank you for your continued support in supporting our in sponsoring rather our show. We deeply appreciate and thank you. Our fabulous banner and promo media comes to us from the incredible artist Steve McGinnis, horror illustrator, and Steve creates anything. He does commission pieces, anything that you need to be done, he can do. He's a fabulous artist. He can be found on Facebook. Uh, Loving our intro because we do. And right now, he's dropping music everywhere. Who's that? Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, Justin Snicker, award-winning composer, vocalist, and musician. You can find his music on Amazon and Bandcamp. Stream on any platform. You can find Dr. Snick on Facebook and Instagram. And I know for a fact he was dropping album covers and videos today. So seek him out. His music is incredible. And if you want to get ready for Halloween and you want to be the coolest one on the block, Dr. Snick's the one that you want. So again, don't forget if you're watching us or listening to us, Anywhere, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button, especially if you're on SoundCloud. Make sure you click follow on Spotify. Make sure this way you don't miss any of the programs. There are so many on UPRN, and they're all fabulous. You don't want to miss a thing.
1: All righty. Thank you, Bubbly Boo. So no. that last one we showed, yeah. Wayne did confirm. It was taken at a renovation during the old servant staircase at the manor. There we go. <laughs> okay now here's what i was looking for then dolly set what we're gonna put out bam <clears throat> so this one right here that looks alien i know peeps thoughts <laughs> thoughts i see alien in that do you see an alien in that one? i see kind of like dolly but you're right it could be an alien no yep, i see gray
0: Oh, very. I don't possible. know what it is, but I do. That's what I'm seeing from here. But it right. all depends. See, if I
1: we've cleared this place, so
0: yeah. Well, my whole thing is it's hard because I don't know if that's a forehead or if it's the movement
1: of. It looks like there was it. nobody in the mirror. No. It was taken from the actual photo. It was a, a, a different. Like it was taken from behind the the real, the actual whole photo. It's like this, this is a mirror that's way across the room.
0: It's hard for me because like I said, I don't know if the reflection of the mirror is creating that forehead for me.
1: Right. Right. So
0: I would have to look at that on my phone, but for me, that's what it appears to be from here. If that forehead is actually there.
1: Right. If not, then it's a whole other thing. Okay so now dolly i'm going to put up dolly sent one dolly um i'm going to try to go back in and mike had a question about a story that i will get back to as well so right now we'll put this one up and um okay so uh dolly let me find skeletor i cannot find Your comment looks like me, she says. Okay, I'm going to put this up. Dolly, can you put down what this is again? Can you let me know what this is? Pretty cool. Looks like an individual. You can see the nose. You can see the eyes, right? The eyes very close together. The nose, cheekbones is what I see. I can see the mouth and the chin too. Yeah, call call me crazy. Um okay and
0: you know i was just going to say it's almost like he's trying to look through a veil and dolly said spirit photo my friend took when i asked for my brother
1: okay one second uh, 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 okay right uh, dolly dolly oh spirit photo okay <laughs> now,
0: does it resemble him dolly okay.
1: when i asked for my brother wow <clears throat> Does it resemble your brother? I have to say. Um, The mouth is there. You're just seeing
0: a dark spot. The chin is there. Yeah, Jamie caught
1: it. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Yeah, I think it's right down here for sure. Very, very cool. I love it. Anybody's got pictures? I've got the email up here if you want to send some. Um, Okay, I want to show a picture that was taken from a guest who stayed at the manor. I will look for that one. In the meantime, there's all kinds of stuff that, that, um, even Wayne would have, uh, experiences here. Hold on. There it is. Okay. One minute. One day he took a selfie at one point and I will put both of them down one second um where is it okay okay one minute okay bear with me people <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm doing my best okay we'll put this one on next because that's just like a magnified version of this okay so for people this is like kind of like an orby thing and i don't often put them up uh, there's just so much you know controversy with them so this is wayne going back i don't know what like six years ago
0: yeah,
1: that's yeah. got a face in it.
0: Yeah, all of Wayne's orbs have something in them, though. None of his are controversial. None of them, to me, are anything you have to question. I mean, just look.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It almost looks like there's a a face. See, right here, yeah. you have the eyes, uh, sort of a nose, mouth, chin area. The question is, when this little face we see here, who is it? Mm-hmm right
0: in that i would question what was wayne doing at the time what was he thinking was he was he talking to anyone because wayne like me talks to himself what was the conversation what were the thoughts because he could have manifested that he could have brought and invited that in i said please everybody forgive me tonight honest to god i promise i'm going to be better
1: yeah i'm just oh my god i know crazy though right so I don't know there's there's really a lot of of different pictures but this one was a picture that was I'm just looking for that was sent to him a lot of people at one time the house used to be um, a B&B and people stay at the house and somebody captured this which is just pretty benign you know um okay there we go so and we did have a spirit residence that resembled this individual on here 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 and here God lots of steps man okay there we go uh, <laughs>
0: okay.
1: there we go I'm going to send this you looks one. Th- I don't know you guys can chime in we know this is the old servants quarters and we know that the children, there were children in the manor. And I don't mean, you know, I mean, teeny, teeny, tiny, um, it would have been a young, you know, maybe pre-adolescent girl. A lot of the mediums had had picked up on her before and this was just taken, you know, before they, they, they left the building and sent it in afterwards. Wayne, you maybe want to chime in on that story, but, you know, it just looks like a, a delicate face here. hmm And has that been debunked to this point? So it's there. And... Um, yeah, that's a very tiny, petite kind of face. Yeah. So that's that. And...
0: This is upsetting. I'm going to find a photo and send it before we've yeah. seen it. Jojo has seen it. Um, okay. I'd love to hear from everyone. Um, I will tell you a little bit more about it as soon as I catch it. Cause unfortunately it's, in my... I can
1: take yours off of, of <laughs> messenger even that's not too bad. So,
0: okay. I'll send it to you email. It's not an um, email. It's not big, not a big deal.
1: Okay, no, that's fine. Because I have the outer realm, like, right. Yeah, okay. That's fine. And it's okay, coming so here's one last picture that, that I will show. And this one here. Um, Did it send? This one here is from, again, Wayne at the Manor. And this is a close-up. Okay, this is a close-up. This is not the full photo right there this is a this is a bed post right here he took a, again took a selfie because he heard something behind him here's the bed post and here is something else wow right here full figure a figure yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know wayne says as to the last picture. Did you want to get that?
0: Yeah. Wayne says many people who stayed in that room often would tell me about seeing a little girl looking out the window in the morning. Some people have had
1: have her sorry
0: hurt, had her hold their hand and show them around the house. Wow. Yeah. I love that.
1: There's a photo actually of I think it's Melissa from the team um, and something had her hand. Her hand was down and there was a, there was a little that you is you could so see it. Cute. Yeah.
0: So, I'm so jealous.
1: Yeah. yeah. So th- yeah, that's <laughs> that is that is that. So okay, here we go. Okay. Yeah, this is an interesting picture. Let me bring it up. Okay, put this put this down over here. Put this down over here. I move it over here and over here and over here. And I'm gonna
0: tell you the f- when I first took it, someone from Mufan actually looked at it. And this was before I knew Joe. Right. Um, they expanded it, and I didn't. I didn't know this was in the picture Ooh, till a Versace. few years after. is <laughs> trying to get my attention because I was actually reading a book.
1: I know. I okay, was actually
0: reading a book.
1: I'm just there for
0: an upcoming um, show with with Bobby Brown at the time. So of course that's all legal. So you have to be accurate and everything. And I'm the one that reads. He isn't. So anyways, I was reading and I had to get this thing done in like three days. There is no light on behind me. It's actually the opposite side of the TV. And that's the TV screen. Mm. And if you zoom in, you see more than one.
1: Okay, hold on. Let me zoom in.
0: But I'd love to hear what everybody thinks. Um, okay. But I didn't think anything of it now remember
1: right look at all the reflections of
0: those lights and up there they do not have any light directly across from that screen
1: interesting The light is on
0: the opposite side of the room which wouldn't reflect on there at all
1: right because it's the
0: fireplace that's up it's nowhere at that level <laughs> so just saying that's what i thought when i saw it wait i'm not gonna lie Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. exactly um but yeah it was really freaking and if you move it over to where my my shades are in the window
1: mm-hmm. there
0: is a big white
1: okay one minute i
0: want to say it's an orb because I, okay, I, I pretty on. much know my my home.
1: I'm um, gonna have to back up then a bit to yes. see. Okay, so now which you see it over going?
0: Versace over oh, right here. I have solid shades. There are no holes in them. They're solid. They're blackout shades. Yeah, I'm there. just
1: trying to enlarge it for everybody. So you can see that. Well, Versace is just like lounging.
0: Well, I'm taking yeah. a picture. He's he's sitting on top of me. I'm taking a picture <laughs> of him, and right. all this other stuff is in the background, and never noticed it until I went to expand it. To print him. See, and Dolly says light being real. Yeah. Yeah. Like that above him. That would mean that the the size of that would mean that I have a palm size hole in my blind. And this is at night. I would have to have spotlights on my house. Right. Right. That's not dust. That's not anything. That's huge.
1: Well, I mean, that's that's exactly it.
0: I can show you pictures I took before and pictures I took after from yeah. that role because they're all dated and there are no, there's nothing in the lens, so that's love, creating that. That's
1: what that's what I love about it is is yeah. when you can look at something and you just, and it leaves you a question mark. It leaves you wanting to know more. Mm-hmm. So these are these are just some examples of um. There's, there's so many more, but I mean, we could do a show you know, just, just on this, which is great for our, our video people, but not so great for our audio people. Yeah, and hopefully um, better then. <laughs> yeah. But I'm hoping those who listen to the audio archives will go over to any of the network YouTube channels, um, UFO Paranormal nice. and the Outer Realm, you know, yeah. well, I have it under Michelle Roche at the Outer Realm because people have always known Michelle DeRoche, and I added the Outer Realm because it became a backup account since we you know, we had a lot yeah. of issues with the network account going down. We we lost a lot of archives. So this one kind 200. of covers
0: yeah. <laughs> over two hundred.
1: Yeah, but um, you know, I, I find it just so fascinating. I've always found spirit photography to be really interesting. How they could just so easily come out, and you can catch it on camera. And then it makes you wonder how many people get those really dark photos, and they don't. You know, until you lighten them, you don't really know that there's anything in there at all, which yeah. is kind of I w- cool. I was just taking a picture of the dog. Yeah, he yeah. was
0: literally all over me because my the book that I was reading was in my phone. I was reading right. it on the Kindle on my phone. Right. So I took a picture of him because he's upside down like, come on, rub my belly. Right.
1: You know, it's about me. It's not about
0: you, mom. It was like one of those moments and then didn't see it till a couple years later.
1: I know I find all kinds of stuff that have been there for two yeah. years. I'm like,
0: what is this? You're you like, know? wait a minute. You know, when you, when you enlarge a photo, because you want the print, you want to print it or whatever, that's when I see things. Right. And yes. I'm finding more and more. I mean, I do have the one of the back of my house, which we've shared before.
1: Right. Which yes. has
0: the face and you could clearly see the soldier's face from here to here.
1: Yes. i know it's very cool that one is also very cool what's
0: creepy is when i drove into the driveway i took because i I was taking a picture of the super moon and you know what it looks like on an iphone 5 It's like this big i remember (laughs) i was driving into the driveway purposely didn't have any lights on took a picture of the moon saw this little white orb over the fence and went into the backyard at the time i was a naughty girl and i used to smoke so i went to have a cigarette coffee and i'm taking a picture. And then I see the same thing in the backyard. Now, I don't have, the person that lives next door to me lives at the front of the property, not the back is completely black at right. the time. There's no lights on that side at the time. Right. It was just homes, but they were either really far back or, or forward. I'm kind of in the middle of the, the homes there. There's very few houses here. So right. there isn't a light. Then mm-hmm. when you expand it, anyone who sees it is like, oh, my lord yeah I'm like yeah that one i didn't like because then yeah. he and i had it out one night
1: so yeah, yeah. Right. so we're we're slowly getting to the top of the hour if we can get this question Bubbles?
0: Sure. Oh, I'm looking forward <laughs> over there. I am so sorry. Like I owe you Bubbles? a dinner. I owe you like 10 pounds of jelly beans tonight. Okay. I am so sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Mike, mm-hmm. I joined, oh, Mike's talking to you. He says, I joined you on a tour years ago and you hinted at a story in the underground tunnel leading to the carriage house, something to do with a horse. Can you share that story? Thanks.
1: Yes. This was at, um, an event that I had done and it had a really huge 800-foot tunnel that went to the carriage house. It was a castle, and they don't like to really talk about the ghost, so I don't want to just publicly blop it off, but it was a story that was kept very quiet by staff. This allowed them to see, you know, who the more intuitive people were that could pick up on the story and those who weren't. The night that I shared this story was because we had a guest um, on the tour who picked it up perfectly. And the story went that there was a guest staying at the house. And this tunnel, please bear in mind, it was a big tunnel, but it was not a type of tunnel where you could have a big horse in it, especially somebody riding it. But it happened. It happened when a guest stayed on the estate got hold of one of the horses, and went into the tunnel on the horse, bearing in mind at the other end of the tunnel, it would have surfaced inside the main house. So can I tell you how that went? Anyway, the horse freaked out, and the man was ejected, killed. Um, So it was a type of story that was, let's just say, kept very quiet because of the the position the family's position in society at that time but very fascinating story and people often will hear a residual of a horse you know like just neighing and and the galloping of hoof prints how cool i know it was crazy but that was yes yes and of course, a hand, there was a strong man, you know, strong man, handyman, who was very aggressive in there, but he was the strong arm of the family. So mm-hmm. probably would have been his job to make the problem go away. He's and like, it's the probably him. the best way that uh, <laughs> we, can, we can leave that one, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, okay, there we go. So you know it's 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 amazing but we made it and I it's just wanted we were so glad um, that we were able to do one more of these before um Halloween because this is a type of story I love I, I mean we showed some pictures we were able to you know bounce some ideas around and we really love that we really love doing that um again I have to remind everybody that on October 31st, from 8 until 10 or 11, you know, it goes. I tend to go uh, for quite a while. Um, but come on and check out the United Public Radio hosts. Um, people are going to be dropping in and out. It's not like everybody might will be there the entire time. You know, hopefully all the hosts can make it. Uh, I know Amelia and I will be there, and um, we'll have quite a few <laughs> people just chiming in and and it's going to be a lot of fun so you can come in you know pose some questions dress and, up. <laughs> huh
0: i said they can dress up we can't see you you, know, <laughs> you can dress up there you
1: go that would be fun yeah. um right so this is by the way up until that point if any of the hosts are listening you got to play this promo just saying <laughs> Uh, you're welcome, Mike. I have something to say. I'm not going to say it. Well, if it's not nice, no. Don't. <laughs> if, it, if it's nice, feel free. Yeah, put it in, <laughs> We've in had caps, a day, man. We've had put a day.
0: It in, put it in caps, even Chris. Our <laughs> traffic
1: today. Can I tell you, I get ugly in the really oh. hardcore hard, hard, hard traffic. <laughs> yes. oh, oh, we will be there. Yay! Oh, good. We'll see you then. That will be fun. That will be fun. So of course we, you know, we we've come to the end of another great send, you know, segment. Uh, Dolly, it's already on the soundboard. So you will definitely find it. Yep, Bart, it's already on the soundboard. It's the one I played at the beginning of the show, and I'm going to play it again in a few minutes. So if you go to where all the sound is and the intros and so on, you go way down to the bottom, you will see it and it will be there. So <laughs> mm-hmm. So, guys, we are just always so happy to have these these type of shows with you guys. We love having you in the chat room. We love interacting with you. You have great questions, great comments, and um, you just make it that much more fun. You really do. We do more of these because of all of you guys. Tomorrow night, we have a brand new guest on and i know all of our ufo people are going to love this i think um i know you'll tune in aka dolly (laughs) her name is karen wilkinson she's going to be talking about her book called stolen seed evil harvest so what is it about she will share the chronicle of her life experiences, but will also provide her insights into the activities and motives of extraterrestrial beings. She will delve into the reasons behind their actions, the challenges they encounter and the intricate web of deceit. They weave in their interactions with humanity. I know I it's know. good. It's, it's, I know it's, it's going to be, you know, we, we, a lot of people have a whole lot of different experiences with extraterrestrials and um, some people have better experiences than other people so it'll be interesting to see what this is all about I'm extremely curious as to what she has to say because they're based on her experiences I know. and how she researched from from that standpoint
0: that's exciting. I, know. I Give her know my regrets please that is exciting we're gonna have to listen to that her she's very space. interesting very very interesting yeah thing.
1: i i yeah. agree so i think it'll be it'll be awesome um just to hear what she's got to say for sure yeah so with that being said guys we're going to leave you with this and um we'll see you tomorrow night good night <laughs>